everybody. This is Stephanie Ruper. Thank you so much for tuning into the Naked Humanity podcast, where we take the deepest dive possible into what it means to be human. Today is episode number 38X, and I'm going to be responding to a listener question about keeping busy. Is it a problem? Why do we do it? How can we escape it? This is actually a really, really pressing issue in the modern world. So I'm so happy whoever this anonymous person was uh, wrote in uh, with this question. Uh, So yeah, I'm excited to jump into it. I don't have much news uh, before that. Other than that, uh, I do have a winner for this week's book uh, giveaway. Her name is Josie19. Uh, That was an Instagram submission. And uh, she gets to choose of my favorite books, which book uh, I am going to send her absolutely for free. And also we'll be best friends for life because we read the same book, basically. Yeah. So I love giving away books and I do that. Uh, and also if you just want like a list of cool books to read, I, it's a pretty neat list. Uh, you can find the list, uh, from Instagram at the link in my profile, or you can go to stephanieruper.com slash book giveaway, uh, which is really fun to get a free book. As I tell you all the time, all you have to do is uh, write a review, take a screenshot and send it to me at stephanieruper at nakedhumanity.org or really uh, any of the social media platforms, I can get it that way too. Um, I really, really want to jump into uh, today's question because I find it so fascinating and important. So I'm, I'm going to do that. All right. So uh, today's anonymous writer asks, Stephanie, I just want to thank you so much for what you're doing with Naked Humanity. I have listened to you for years on your other podcasts, and it's been so great to watch you grow and change and really come into your own in a public venue doing what you love the most. Uh, Thanks. My question is about the idea of busyness. I, I think like a lot of people, am always constantly busy, running, running, running. As soon as my life starts to slow down, I find that I usually make it busy again, filling up my calendar with new activities or commitments. I work a normal job, I'd say, with what I think is a normal amount of stress. I'm a personal trainer, and I work about 40 hours a week. Sometimes I feel like I stay busy for the sake of staying busy. I learn new activities I don't always stick with, watercolors, rollerblading, learning French, etc. And I even hang out with friends I don't know if I really like them all that much if they bring me joy. Sometimes these things make me feel good, and, and, (laughs) and sometimes I just feel like I'm going through the motions. I don't really know why I do it at all. But I also think if I stop being busy, I'll be bored or unhappy. What do you think? I know sometimes people talk about keeping busy like it's a problem, but I also don't know how to get out of it. If I start saying no to things, I might be less stressed out, but I also might feel, I don't know, lost? Help? Uh, Help, I believe I actually might be able to do. Help, I think I can. So I want to put all this stuff about busyness in context. Um, Americans are definitely some of the busiest uh, people on the planet in terms of our obsession with constantly doing things. Um, I think in part it is because we're very performative. All humans are very performative, right? We we want to be loved in a certain way, but we are very much obsessed with our own identities and making ourselves look good. And we put, we put effort into doing it. And, uh, this is very different from say an Eastern culture, like in Japan or in China, where more of your effort is directed towards, uh, serving or participating in your local community and your family. 
And so I think as Americans, uh, people tend to be a little bit more obsessed with how they can like seem really cool. Now, Americans also tend to think work is really cool or is a way to make yourself look really cool or look really good. And this comes, I actually talked about this with um, James Dennis LaRusso. I believe it was episode number 31 of the podcast uh, that was titled How Americans Make Work Religious. Now, we talked about this, this history we have where the certain Protestant groups that came to America from Europe, from England, uh, were really, really into uh, doing work for God doing work for the sake of their salvation. This was a, one of the ideas that came out of the Protestant Reformation, uh, which I'll actually talk about in a few weeks, uh, which is an amazing episode forthcoming uh, with Brad Gregory. <clears throat> anyway, many Protestant uh, Christian groups came to America, especially notably the Puritans, and saw work as a way to participate in God's favor, to win God's favor. And this has really become this quote-unquote Puritan work ethic has really become like the, the backbone, a backbone of American life. And this is coupled with this uh, free market approach we have to the economy. And so basically, if you want to be successful, you have to, as an independent free market agent, you have to work really hard, right? And that's how we develop things like the American dream. And this all sort of bleeds over into us seeing productivity as an inherent good. Like productivity is good in and of itself. If you are doing things, if you are making things, if you are participating in the economy, if you are selling your labor, then you are doing an inherent good. And this bleeds over into all sorts of rabid, active doing. America is a country full of doers. I think, I think that that's pretty, pretty interesting. Now, did we have to be this way? We actually don't. Um, a famous uh, economist, John Keynes, in 1930, I believe around there at least, uh, predicted that Americans would soon work just 15 hours a week, right? We had recently gone through the uh, industrial revolution. Uh, the world had become a lot more automated, right? Um, like Henry Ford had these uh, great production lines and plants and they were becoming increasingly mechanized. And as the society was becoming more prosperous, economists thought, you know what, like maybe we'll just start working less. We don't need to work so much. We really, to achieve the standard of living that we have today, will not in the future need to put in as much effort. And that just makes sense, right? We, the idea was that we would end up thinking smarter and working less hard. But it never happened. In fact, today, Americans work more than we ever have, you know, competing against one another, essentially, um, and trying to make money and buy things and be cool and climb the social hierarchy. And also, of course, doing all this stuff to build our identities. We have in a way channeled our fulfillment in life towards the crafting of a cool identity. And this involves both working and staying busy in other extracurricular ways. You just fill your life with stuff and all of a sudden you're impressive in this particular way. I think another really big piece to why we're so busy keeping busy is that we're obsessed with 
distracting ourselves. You know, if you slow down, if you stop looking at your phone, if you just sit, if you don't fill your day with activities, you might notice that you feel a little bit lonely. You know, for all the stuff that we do, sometimes I wonder, is it just a way to stop us from feeling lonely? Because Americans are also notorious for having reasonably weak community ties. So are we just trying to not be lonely? And are we trying to not think about the fact that the work we do is usually pretty meaningless or actually destructive for the planet, right? Whatever it is we're building, we're most likely, you know, using resources that don't need to be used, creating items that people don't need in this like ad nauseum circle of us just, you know, trying, trying to be cool and try, trying to climb the social hierarchy. So we're distracting ourselves from our spiritual concerns, our existential concerns, uh, the dark abyss that sort of hovers whenever you start to be quiet. I'm not saying the, you know, everybody's always looking at the abyss, but there's so much. And in our personal lives and our emotions that people don't want to deal with, you just straight up don't. And so we live in a world, we have gotten so good at creating things that can distract us from the reality of what we're doing here. And the tragic thing is that the reality of what we're doing here can be very, very beautiful, as hard and ugly as it can also be. There is beauty in it, but we don't want to look at it because it's hard. It's much easier to keep busy. It's much easier to run from activity to activity. And so there's so many layers here, wanting to be distracted and having this inheritance of being obsessed with productivity and having this very individualistic inheritance as well and needing to craft our egos. You know, there are also theorists who think that we are obsessed with crafting identities. Like the more we build up our list of things that we do and can say about ourselves, the less we feel like the true nothingness that might actually be at our existence. You know, the less we feel like we're going to die or that we're meaningless or, or anything. So it's, that's why I think we find ourselves in these positions, my dear anonymous friend. And so what, you know, what, what do you, what do you do about it? Do you stop? Uh, yes. And no, I think there are actually two things to do going forward. I think one is yes, to learn how to be quiet and to learn how to move more slowly. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a weak person. It makes you actually in some ways a very strong person because you're willing to sit with your life. You're willing to sit with the flow of time as it carries you. You're willing to just be uh, present and let the world unfold. You don't need to be rapidly controlling everything about who you are and how people perceive you and what you're doing. So yes, I do think that even though it's hard, we need to stop participating in this rat race and act and treat ourselves as if that's a strength because it is. You know, we might worry about what people will think of us, but there are people out there who will see the beauty and importance of what you're doing. And even if people don't, they might be drawn to you anyway, because you sort of, by living this way, you give people permission to live this way as well. If you liberate yourself, so to speak, then you can help liberate others. And I think the other thing that's important to do is to, yeah, keep doing things, 
but ask yourself why. Don't be busy for the sake of being busy. There is a difference between productivity and doing good and being good. There's a difference between doing things and doing things that make a difference. Now, if the things that you're doing are things that contribute to the beauty and the love and the community and the support and the empathy and the compassion in the world, then yeah, they might be worth doing. But they will, I think busyness feels empty if we don't have a good reason, you know, if we're not connected to meaning and to purpose. And things that we do extracurricularly, like learn French or watercolors or whatever you described, these things can be a part of participating in the beauty of the world. But I really do believe that they should be anchored in our quests to connect and to help and to be a force for good in the world. So even when we're doing things that might seem selfish or that might seem like they're just fun, there are ways to enact them, to practice them that really do create connections and help us make the world a better place. And then the things that you do might not feel so empty. And so you can be more selective, right? You can slow down a little bit and then choose the activities that are like ultimately really fulfilling and meaningful to do. And I think that that can sort of help us both reduce our stress and enhance the feelings of satisfaction that we have with our lives and also with um, who we are because we're being intentional about choosing who we want to be and the things we want to do. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's what I have to say about busyness. I think it's a very, very important question. So I'm very grateful, uh, whoever you were that wrote in about it, um, that you did. <clears throat> so Thank you everybody so much for tuning in. If you have a question, I would love to respond to it. Uh, no matter really what it's about, I would just honestly love to connect um, with you. So uh, if you have especially any existential, spiritual, moral, uh, relationship type concerns, uh, anything that like really sits uh, with you or is really deep or complex uh, or worrying, please do send it along. You can do that by emailing stephanie at nakedhumanity.org or if you want to submit anonymously, uh, there's a link in my Instagram profile or you could also go to um, my webpage. It's easy to find uh, stephanieruper.com slash form. Okay. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, this has been episode number 38X of Naked Humanity. You know where to find me, Stephanie Ruper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please do get at me. Thank you so much. Uh, for tuning in and I will talk to you next week.